All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, and the uh, man across the table for me is Ricardo. Say hola, Ricardo. Hola, Ricardo. Rick, uh, <laughs> how come we haven't brought this up like on the show, man, and talked about it? Because Rick what? is really big into telling people that people think he looks like he's Mexican. <laughs> we had a we had a witness. It comes up like every three months. No, it comes up more often than that. <laughs> it, I had a witness. Do you want to? You had a witness. Okay, someone someone might have said it. You want to tell everybody what uh, that word is? Patio. <laughs> there's a there's a patio. There's a bar around the corner. It's actually closed, and it was Circe's. Yeah, but it used to be the patio. I know, but it it was the recently it was Circe's and it's closed now. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, Circe's. Yeah. Ser- <laughs> I'm, I'm super Circe's. Anyways, though, it's it was the patio at one point, patio. and uh, Rick thought I, it was a Mexican place and called it. Oh yeah, uh, patio. patio, patio, the patio. You know, you know that place. Yeah. So, anyways, was, I'm surprised we didn't bring that up before. It has come up, and uh, I had a witness. Okay, uh, <laughs> and also we have uh, the guy who's over here. You're you're still heartbroken, right? Kanye canceled his concert. You were going to that? Oh uh, no, I wasn't. But I'm just heartbroken because I can't uh, scout my ticket no more. Uh, Rick said, "Rick, didn't you say he was in the hospital today?" Hospital. <laughs> Chipas. Yeah, but anyways, uh, <laughs> that was yeah. always my favorite. Yeah, Chipas. Chipas. <laughs> uh, say, say hi, Fredo. Hi. We didn't we didn't let you say hi yet. Hi. 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 Fredo's a little distracted. He uh he's the last person on earth still playing Pokemon Go. Mm. And uh what'd you just catch, Fredo? A meowth. A meowth. Uh, but you caught the fever and you said it's never gonna go away. <laughs> 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 I've got the fever for life. Hey, someone's <laughs> gotta bring it back. <laughs> Someone has to. Uh as always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, aka the Spare Benjamin Fredo's house. Okay, I'm back. Uh Fredo's back. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael Double Underscore Gaspar, at Richard Underscore Reposa, and at Half Zero. Or look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points. Also, if you'd like, you can use your internet browser and type in gtppodcast.com. Go to our website. Subscribe. Doesn't mean you get anything. Just means that you subscribe to us. <laughs> uh, you can find our iTunes thingy majiggy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy a T-shirt from us. Yes. See and our Twitter feed. I would like to thank uh, one of our listeners for buying a shirt. Is this uh, only only one so far? Uh, well, there's total four. Hey. But two two were from me because I got a couple of shirts from my nieces, mm-hmm. and I believe one of them was from your sister. Yeah, one was. Who was the other one? Then I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, thank yes. you, the mystery buyer. Thank we'll see you. what happens if they show up and they have one. <laughs> hey, thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's pretty funny, though. Uh, you can also see our updated uh, eight amateur experts. Apparently, Fredo has an eight in front of the word amateur, and I don't know oh. why. Yeah, see, because I wanted to see if any of our listeners would catch that. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, we're on iTunes. There's a link for that there. I think now, I don't know if Fredo put it up yet. Uh, yeah, it's at the bottom. Just oh, okay. It's, it's just right there. Eight, uh, eight iTunes. It's over by the patio. Over by the patio. Uh, and also, don't forget to check out our one-year anniversary best of show that's out on YouTube right now. Um, great stuff. 
If I if I uh, can say so myself, Shaquille uh, O'Neal, the celebrities are all there for Jay-Z, you. Jay Z, Snoop Dogg, yeah, Snooki. Snooki was the Snooki. one that surprised me that she yeah. showed up. Caitlyn Jenner was the, one of the, my yeah. favorites. though. Caitlyn was definitely a surprise. <laughs> I was a little disappointed though because uh, for some reason we uh, Matthew McConaughey stopped by and like I guess it was just he just we just forgot about him. Yeah, but uh, he had his stuff to say. It was but, pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, we also, first off, got to say congratulations to Fignuts for winning this past week's GTP FanDuel contest. Wow. Yeah, he, you know why he beat me? Because Jameson Crowder got tackled at the one. I was in third place, Rick. Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> I'm talking to you about it. Mm-mm. Jameson Crowder got tackled at the one. I don't even care. And that's how many mm-hmm. I lost by. I don't care. Who Where, cares? Were, you? Where were you at, Fredo? I don't know. I think I was like in second to last. I didn't. I don't oh, would to make it sound good? <laughs> yeah. I think I was in like second to last. Give me a second. Yeah, uh, Gridiron Gods were in last place. Oh, he was. Oh, what? No, no, I'm just joking again. I wanted oh, to run that joke yeah. one more time. One more time. Uh, but no, really, it was Shibs. Shibs, you're a loser. That's right, Shibs, you're a loser this past week. But be sure to sign up again and this try your hand at it. Week. Uh, damn, I feel I just haven't won that thing in a long time, man. I never. <laughs> Yeah, Rick's never won it. Fred, have you won so yet? Close. Yeah. You have one? Early on, but then like I just fell I've come off. Come so close. <laughs> I think I, this is my fourth time in second place. Did you did you play all your guys from your teams? Uh no, I actually didn't. No? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I came in sixth. I S- didn't. Second to last. <laughs> Six sounds a lot better. Alright, uh let's kick this thing off. Let's get started. You might. Oh, first of all, you might notice that the show uh, came out on a Tuesday. I apologize, the but uh, there up. are two of us who are Raider Tuesday. fans, and we just could not miss the game, and for good reason because they did win. But we will get to that later. Uh, sorry to Rick that uh, we had to push this back a day. You know he doesn't care about the Raiders, but uh, uh, eh, no difference. It is what me. it is. So Tuesday no show on to the rest of the week. So Rick, get it started. Give us some of your. Quick hits. Ooh. Well, I had some prepared, but something just came up. Something just came up? Something just came up. It's pretty significant, actually. Let's Boy, hear about it's kind of long, but uh, it really is significant because uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive tackle Lane Johnson has filed charges against the NFL and the NFL Players Associate- Association with the National Labor Relations Board. Uh, his attorney, Steve Zanjan, has... Confirmed in a statement at ESPN's Adam Kaplan, uh, Lane also filed a complaint against the NFLPA with the Department of Labor uh, under the Labor Management Reporting and Disclosure Act. Um, basically, he is suing the league and, and the NFLPA uh, for for a bogus uh, for a bogus policy. Uh, basically, uh, during Lane's appeal, it became apparent, written in words, that the collective the collectively bargained performance enhancing substance policy. Uh, which is the act that they all follow the PEDs and all the, mm-hmm. the testing and everything, yeah. uh, uh, is meaningless. Uh, all of the guarantees, protections, the due process that the players is, uh, is in recognition is an enormous consequence of discipline. Um, so basically he's saying that everything that uh, that policy means doesn't mean anything because um, the, reg- the, the, the drug regulations aren't really tested. You can't tell what's in the drugs. And um, so how can they govern something that isn't even governing itself yeah. is basically what he's trying to say. So this could be huge for a, a lot of guys for, for what the 
for what the um, uh, performance enhancement policy is going to be from here on out if he does win this case because he's taking it uh, taking it to the higher courts. He's taking this to the Department of Labor, which it's, it's not good for the yeah. NFL for the NFL if that's mm-hmm. the case. So um, that's kind of big news actually uh, that a player is suing not only the NFL but the association and and how they run their business. So yeah. everything that the you know, fans and people have been uh, railing against Goodell and the NFL, how it's unfair. This guy's actually doing something about it and taking it to court and, and bringing lawyers involved. So, Taking it to the court. Taking it to the court. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Hey, uh, was Rick kind of like that? Uh, the, uh, okay, apparently. Yeah, it apparently. sounded like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, but dude, I mean, I was shocked when I was because yeah. you were you were doing the opening and I was reading it. And yeah. I was like, damn, like, yeah, it's it news. is big news. It is pretty big news. Big I just news. don't know how to uh, approach it to like talk about it in length of like what yeah. it could mean because Di- we need but, to read uh, about it, digest it a little bit. Yeah, because this is yeah. coming on right now, like literally, as as I put on my turned on my computer for for the show. So apparently, <laughs> and there you go, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to actually what I had for the show. Uh, all right. Uh, the CFP, the college football playoff rankings, are out, and they are the same as last week. Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, Clemson 4. The N- uh, NCAA orders the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to forfeit wins from the 12 and 13, the 2012 and 2013 season for academic misconduct. Uh, Notre Dame will appeal, uh, but if you remember, they went to the national title uh, game in 12 and got shellacked by Alabama, and then they went nine and four the next year. Uh, they're looking at a, a year of uh, probation and, and a little bit other uh, uh, sanctions as well. So. Uh, Manny Ramirez is on the MLB Hall of Fame ballot despite uh, steroid accusations. I wouldn't, really, I wouldn't really say it's accusations. He actually got popped. Well, yeah. So steroid, yeah. Being what he said. Yeah, popped. Yeah. Give him, give him a buzz. All right. Uh, Dennis Rodman is being charged with a hit and run for a wrong way related crash. <laughs> this won't happen in North Korea. <laughs> Andrew Luck might miss Thursday's Thanksgiving game versus Pittsburgh as he is in the concussion protocol. Uh, the mayor of Oakland announced that the city has uh, reached a framework agreement with Ronnie Lauta Group for a new stadium in Oakland. The framework does not include the Raiders. It does not include Mark Davis. It would be contingent on uh, the board of the city of Oakland and the council uh, approving the deal, one, and then if Mark Davis actually wants to stay in Oakland. And in Florida, a man urinated over six cases of beer inside a walk-in cooler of a 7-Eleven because he couldn't find the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah, just just to reiterate what he just said, the Raiders are in no way involved in what's going on in this stadium deal right now. This is between Ronnie Lott's business group and the city of Oakland. They're trying to get something worked out, and then once that's all set up, they're hoping to convince the Raiders to stay in town, which shouldn't be that hard to convince them to do so if they'd be getting everything that they wanted. But, uh, yes, do not go out there thinking that Mark Davis has something to do with this because he does not. He's even said he came out today, said he doesn't – nothing to do with it 
doesn't know what go, what's going on with it. All he knows is that they're there for two more years and they want to take a championship to the Bay either way. So, I mean, the only thing is if, is if he gets distracted by the glitz and glam of, of Las Vegas. I mean, because you know there's going to be some casino guys going over to his office and, you know, yeah. giving him some perks and, you know, inviting him to their suites. Yeah, but at the same time, the head honcho there in Vegas, uh, he's kind of trying to back away from that deal as well. Did you hear about that, yeah, Sheldon cause Adelson? Because the taxpayers are going to be paying a lot more than yeah. what they anticipated and mm-hmm. there's a lot going on behind it. Yeah, so we'll see, what, we'll see what happens with that whole deal. I'm just, you know, if he's worried about his haircut, there's uh, places, I'm sure, where people have bowls and you can just show up and get one. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll if, uh, did you know that he they he drives over 300, and I actually knew this before, they were talking about it this week, he drives over 300 miles to get that, that haircut? Why doesn't he just have them go to him? Yeah. If anybody is listening, if you're listening, yeah, if anybody's listening to this show, uh, yes, Google Mark Davis, look at his hair, and tell me, does that look like it was worth driving 300 miles for? (laughs) Loser of uh, amateur experts versus the moms has to get a Mark Davis. Oh, Oh, like the old school one. That'd be crazy. But we have, like, short, the only one who can really pull it off right now is you, but, like, we could do the lines. I'd have to, like, grow out my hair for a while. No, because you just end up looking like Mark Sanchez. Yeah, Mark Sanchez. (laughs) Matt Liner. That would be pretty funny, though, the do the Mark Davis. Um, But how long would you have to do it for? That's the question. Yeah. Until the end of the season. So, well, I guess that, that to the start of yeah. next season. <laughs> That'd be a long bet. I'm not the only one who thinks that he looks like a grown up Bucky Larson, though, right? <laughs> I mean, he really does. And did you hear the story about him, like being at PF Chang's and calling it his office? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that as he Hooters. winks at the bartender. Yeah. That that and Hooters, those are like his office. That's where he meets yeah. people. I think that's where he actually met Reggie McKenzie when he first did his interview. He met him at a Hooters. There it is. I mean, as long as they got those there, I mean, it's it's hard. He, they're gonna have to sway him. P. Yeah. Chang's like show him a good time. That is pretty funny though, man. It is pretty office. funny. Yeah. Hey, did you guys did you guys catch the fight on Saturday? Uh, Sergey Kovalev. This? Yeah, Kovalev yeah. and uh, Ward. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good fight, right? It was a great fight. A good great fight, fight, but me personally, I do not agree with the outcome of it. I do not either. Uh, I don't think it was by a wide margin, but I, I, I definitely <laughs> think that Sergey Kovalev won that fight. Andre Ward didn't get a hometown treatment; he got a home country treatment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the knockdown and the fact that he was going in as champ. I don't think Ward did enough. Yeah, that's always to, been the thing. Take, you have to beat the champion. Beat the champ. And uh, he didn't win, uh, uh, in my opinion, on the scorecards. And he didn't even look like he beat the champ. You know, yeah. like uh, Kovalev. It didn't seem like he. It didn't seem like he was running. He wasn't running because he was toe to toe with them the whole time. But he wasn't as uh, he wasn't as accurate or didn't have as much mm-hmm. of his punch he that he had down, from the, he still slowed down a little bit towards the end of the fight yeah. but it wasn't like he stopped landing shots exactly that was my point he didn't he didn't do like it's not like he didn't not do enough yeah. to, to lose the fight you know i just feel that if you're in that in that type of situation cuz it makes it feel uh, that's just one of those things cuz if you were watching the the undercard the undercard sucked but there were some terrible terrible scorecards on the undercard people that people that won that shouldn't have won there was one of them where it was like uh, drastically one way, drastically the yeah. other way, and then and then the other guy had it tied, so yeah. it was a draw. I'm just saying, if, <laughs> if you didn't want your guy to get that that loss, if you didn't want him to get that that L on his record, 
don't just hand them the fight. Yeah. Make it a draw. Make they're gonna do it again anyways. Yeah. Make it a draw. Let them fight again. And go from there, man. But don't just say, like, okay, you won. Because, no, he didn't win, man. Yeah. But, I mean, the respect level for Ward, definitely. I, I don't think he did anything where it was, like, like egregious to, like, say, okay, you just, like you said, it was close. He, he came, It was close, but in the sense that Kovalev definitely won that fight. But he, but came, but he came back, showed a lot. Yeah, he yeah. came back, showed a lot of heart, yeah. showed a lot of grit. Like, he, he really did come back, and he really did make it a fight. Yeah. It wasn't the – especially after that early knockdown, you're like, oh, man, like – this is gonna get ugly because he looked bad at the beginning. Yeah, but he 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 knuckled up and he showed that he could he could stand toe to toe with them. But Kovalev, like you said, won the fight. Knuckled up. Knuckled up. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get part two of that. Probably happens sometime early next year. But uh, don't forget, there's a there's a great fight on this weekend. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko versus Nicholas Walters. Watch it. It's on HBO. It's a uh, I mean, not necessarily free. You got to have, uh, you know, satellite or cable for it. But watch it. It's not pay per view. It'll be worth it. I promise you. I promise you, promise. it'll be with worth it. I'm sure you can find it on Periscope. Yeah, probably on streaming on on um, Facebook or something like that. So yeah, don't forget about it this Saturday. It'll don't be on. Forget. It'll be on after uh, Superman versus Batman, Dawn of Justice. Superman and Batman. That's <laughs> just thought. Dawn of Justice. Uh, Jurgen Klinsman also, he was fired today for all you soccer fans out there. Fredo, did this <laughs> did this surprise you? No. Did you know that it happened? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. Yeah. You're a liar. It just, <laughs> so they fired. Uh, it's confusing because... You usually fire a guy because you want to improve a team, right? Yeah. Like you think that that there could be more that could be done. I thought he improved the team. And uh, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he improved the team, but they were slipping off lately. Like yeah. they got killed by Costa Rica. They lost to Mexico. Yeah. They got an early exit but in the. The thing that makes no sense at all is that they hired a guy who was already their coach and never got it done. Bruce Arena was actually the coach of the World Cup teams. In uh, 98 and mm-hmm. 2006. And he couldn't get it done. That's why they got rid of him. So they got rid of him. <laughs> got Klinsman. He couldn't do it. So well, let's just go back to this guy. Yeah. No, that's not how that's you like improve the things. Cleveland Browns going back to Eric Mangini. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and uh, I, I heard a point. I, I can't remember who said it. It was. I know it's a, it's a woman's soccer player. And I thought it was a very good point because I, I think it's true. And uh, maybe nobody will admit it. But in other countries... They're gonna pull you if you're talented. If if you're a talented soccer player, they're gonna make sure that you get the resources that you need to be to be a good uh you know athlete for them and potentially a, a national team player. But in the U.S., you have to have money to play that sport. You have to to be able to, to sign up for the AYSOs, the traveling teams. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It's about how many resources you have. So I think that's where they're leaving behind athletes that would potentially consider playing soccer because they can't afford to be on these teams. There's no scholarship programs to be on. You have to come from a family that that has the means to be able to put you through that and send you off to for get a you while. noticed. Yeah. So until until the US figures out a way to just say, okay, you're a great soccer player. Let's work with you. You know, and look past how much money they have we're gonna, we're gonna, this is what we're gonna be. 
That's all we're going to continue to be. I mean, this. A, a country of 300 million people, you'd think we'd be able to play. There's no way we, we dominate everything. We dominate yeah. the Olympic sports. We dominate es- all f- three major sports. Especially in an era when, when more and more kids and their parents are taking them away from a sport like football, which mm-hmm. was hogging everything, mm-hmm. and trying to find non-contact sports for them. Yes. Esports. Can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem too. The fact that they put sports on it is what's drawing kids. They're like, I'm a sports guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a sports. I'm player. on a team. Yeah, mom, it says sports. <laughs> but, uh, um, man, damn it, you made me lose my train of thought. Yes, congratulations on your damn esports funny ass <laughs> joke. No, like they're they're like you said, they're not putting the resources in. They're yeah. There, yeah. Oh yeah, you were talking about the th- 300 million people here. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's there's no excuse, but yeah, th- these people are, are are leaving football, trying to That's find it. a non-contact sport, and it's and like, right there for them. Like you were about to say, soccer is a uh, is it a, is kind a, of a but contact sport, but it's not as bad as a, a high speed crash. Exactly. The, what you got to worry about is the ball off your head. Yeah. There's 318.9 million people here in the United States. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. It was close enough, three hundred million, right? Yeah. Fucking Fredo's a beep, boop, boop, beep, Yeah, beep, boop, we ask you we ask you to look up stuff, you're like, man. But like <laughs> yeah. you get a hair across your ass for the actual population. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and uh as you mentioned earlier, the the college football playoffs with uh Alabama, OSU, Michigan, Clemson. Basically what we have here is uh Win or go home between Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, one of those teams are going to be out. <clears throat> Depending on what happens. So you're looking at a team like Washington, Wisconsin, that could possibly slip in there. Yeah. Penn State, who had that good win against Ohio State uh, and Oklahoma. So, But Washington at the five seed, they went Colorado? out. They have, they're in the driver's seat to get that to get that four seed. Yeah, yeah. Michigan, you said? Colorado. Washington. Washington. They're just, uh, I think the playoff, with them in there, I just don't feel it, man. Like, I wish that there was some way Oklahoma could jump up in there just so it no, gave them that big time no, feeling. No, why? Because you're, it's fun to watch Oklahoma the, lose on a big I know, scale. But that's the, re- you're what's wrong with the, no, Oklahoma is the worst. Like, it's, oh my God. What do you want to see, Wisconsin? I'd rather, I'd I don't want to see Wisconsin. Washington. Wisconsin's boring. Give me Washington. Give me Louisville. Oklahoma, uh, uh, uh Colorado. <laughs> Give me Washington or Louisville. I take those teams. All right, let's just. I like seeing different. Let's teams. just cancel all that. Let's hope Penn State gets in just to really no, screw things fuck up. Penn State. Yeah, I know. Fuck. That's why, dude. I just want to see Oklahoma lose. I want to see Sooner Nation cry. I hate. I want to hear all the all them cry uh, calling the radio late night radio shows because most of the daytime <laughs> radio shows don't do it. I want to hear them calling the late night radio shows and whine <laughs> and complain with their accents. They're they don't know what's going on over here in Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> no, them, Oklahoma and Notre Dame are my two most overrated teams of all time. Notre Dame needs to get in a conference, but that's another story. That, yeah. Uh, oh my God. That is, that, yeah, Notre, that grinds my gears. When you're, when I, I mean, when I was young, I thought Notre Dame was good, but that was only because I didn't know shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame, I mean? get like, in your own damn conference. You're not better than the sport. They are in their own damn conference. Get in a conference. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're in your own deck. Get yeah. in a conference. Yeah. And uh, for for the wrestling nerds out there, Survivor Series was on Sunday. It was decent. It was decent. I thought it was going to be better than what it was. Yeah, no, I thought it was going to be a lot. But you know, let's just get this out of the way, man. I fucking hated the way that Goldberg and Lesnar match went. <laughs> I fucking hated it, dude. I don't understand it. The guy, 
the guy will be there for the Royal Rumble, maybe, and then let's say they let him win, and then he'll be at WrestleMania, maybe. So he's only here until then. Lesnar's one of your guys that you're trying to build as a beast, and then you bring him in, and you squash him. I mean, it, sound, it seems to me like they were purposely trying to bury Lesnar since the drug test and how they ended SummerSlam and how he's not even been existent and how he came in with this. Like, it seems like they want to get rid of him. But didn't he win? No, no, he didn't win after uh, after that happened. No. But you don't do that to him if you're billing him as your beast. And then You but are I, if you're Vince McMahon. But I read, I, I, I saw something today that said, the reason that it happened now, this may or may not be true, okay, but it seems like it could be true. The reason that it happened was because Goldberg suffered a shoulder injury. He wasn't in as good a shape as he needed to be to participate in the match. He was going to win it, but since he wouldn't have put on a good match, they just squashed it like that. Maybe. Isn't that... So, oh, man. Doesn't that just... So that gonna, doesn't make you mad. You didn't sit there and watch that thing. The build-up, their interest is coming out. <laughs> like I was pumped after that because I really enjoyed the the, uh, the build-up for it. N- not not the build-up for it. I- I'm talking about the match before it, the five-on-five, um, yeah. uh, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, it was a like, great I match. really enjoyed that match. The way that that ended, I was I was happy. I was satisfied with the uh, with Wyatt and Orton yep. winning that thing. And then it was like, all right, man, I'm not really into it. I had been saying it before. I don't really care about it, but after that, I was like, "All right, they're gonna just get in there they and just beat the shit it. out they of each other." Gave him an hour, yeah, and then they get five minutes. Yeah, because <laughs> the, I mean, it was uh, it was what seven o'clock, so a little it was, bit after seven. When it ended, when it went off for me at least, because I was watching on something different uh, legally though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was watching it, and I looked at the time, and it said about like a little bit before seven thirty. Mm-hmm. No, had, no, 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 no. I'm saying it started like. The 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 raw the five on five ended a little bit after seven. Yeah. It was around seven. Yeah. And then by the time they got their entrances, it was like seven fifteen. So they had forty five mm-hmm. minutes to work. Yeah. Terrible man, terrible. I, oh, you ended. A, you took all the air out of the arena after that. I liked it after that great five on five. I thought it was a great match. That five on five fight. Uh, the women's fight was was okay. I was expecting more spots with them, especially with the people that they had that they had in there, but. The whole Nikki Bella hurt my knee. Yeah, we know it was Natalia, dude. Okay, whatever. Whatever, dude. Why did you do that? Why didn't you just let Natalia win? They were in Toronto anyways. Right? No. Yep. No. I didn't get to see The Miz and um, Sami Zayn, but apparently that had a shitty ending. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although uh, Maurice is nice to look at. Yeah. But yeah. I do like The Miz. Definitely. Yeah, he's he's a good heel for for SmackDown. Yeah, oh, man, I kind of like I don't know about you guys, but uh, did you guys see Raw yesterday with uh, nah. Sami Zayn getting the crap beat out of him? What are they doing? That with seemed him? legit, right? They just seem like they're just burying yeah. him, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have felt bad uh, even if I had given Fred of the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But uh, yeah, so there was that also, and then the tag team. I didn't get to see the tag team one. Uh... uh I wasn't expecting much out of that anyways. I mean, they eliminated the New Day really early in that one. I mean... Are they turning New Day heel? I don't know. I thought they already were heel. Nah, they were good guys. Unicorns are good, Fredo. <laughs> yeah, no. they wear pink and blue. Yeah, come on, man. You know better than that, but yeah. Instead so, of booty cereals, they're going to start giving away, like, what? Wheat thins? Wheat? <laughs> 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 I, I, like, I thought it was a queet thin. I was it's, like... 
Kukwit. Kukwit. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. I wanted to make sure I pronounced it right. <laughs> it's a Kukwitin. Good job. But yeah, Survivor Series didn't live up to the hype, man. We had the 5 on 5. That was good for me, at least. But Fredo, I don't know. what. Give me a good reason why you thought that ending was good for that. Why you thought that was great. Because I was expecting like a match. And then I was like, dude, there's no way freaking <coughs> Brock's going to lose. And then that shit happened. I was like, what the fuck? Oh shit! They did that. Cool. I you, wasn't expecting them to do so that. So you thought it was you thought it was a cool it was cool just because you weren't expecting it to end yes. that quickly. Yes. Like the like only they actually thought, gave the only Gold, thought, they gave Goldberg like that whole what for what Goldberg used to be when uh, he was on that street. So they have a they have a, a not necessarily a great match. They have a match at WrestleMania where they both leave the company. It was an actual match. They went through this and that. Goldberg's gone for what? Twelve years. Twelve years. Comes back one night. Fifty-year-old man takes him out in five minutes. That's good. No, one hundred and thirty. Yeah. What is it? One hundred and thirty-seven seconds. Yeah. Because he used to do that back in WCW. He'd just go in the ring, freaking just squash everybody. Hmm. This was not supposed to be just mm. a somebody. This is this was Brock exactly. Lesnar. Exactly. Nobody was expecting it. <sighs> Fredo. And then now he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Well, then how come when I jump out and, and try to scare you, you scream? You don't say, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't really know how to digest it. It's kind of what, like, it, it's one of those things where, it's, yeah, it's unexpected. But like you said, it's Brock Lesnar. I kind of feel both sides were like, yeah, it was really cool that they did something that was unexpected. But, man, like, you can't bury – they're burying them, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it, how do you come back from that? How do you be the beast? Like – I've heard a lot of like, what do you think? Just how do you think Undertaker? See what he does. How do you think Undertaker feels about Rumble. that? You know, like they, all they did was come in. They didn't even say anything. He thanked his, he thanked his kid and said, "I'm at Royal Rumble." Yeah, like, you sit, <laughs> like, like that was it. You, you sit and you have like the beast where he 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 takes down the streak and he does this and does that, and now you have him lose in a minute to Goldberg, a 50 year old man. Like you said, like it's just hard to come back after that. The only way I'll be satisfied with it is if. It's him and Lesnar the final two, and Lesnar throws him out at the Rumble. That's the only way I'll be satisfied with he it. He kills his hopes and dreams. Yeah. Yep. Kills him. I think Goldberg lasts like all 30, or all 30, all 29, and then... You think they're going to throw him in right away? Yeah. Oh, that guy will die, man. Yeah, he <laughs> can't do that. He was tired walking, he was tired walking down to the ring. Hey, yeah, Roman he'll Reigns be one of the last he guys. He'll be one of the... Yeah, Roman, Roman Reigns actually spent half of the, the Royal Rumble in the back. Why can't so. Goldberg? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he could, they could probably pull that off with them. Yeah. All right, let's move, let's move on from that. Rick, <laughs> give us give us your hockey talk. Oh man, he's a hockey, hockey talk, talk man. Hockey talk. We need to get. Oh, I still need to finish your damn Rick's hockey minute. Hockey minute. Hockey minute. Hockey minute. He right. looked at me like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arizona uh, Coyotes forward Brad Richardson has surgery. Am I doing um, the ticker? Multiple leg fractures, uh, so he is out indefinitely. Uh, Arizona Coyotes prospect Craig Cunningham is in critical but stable condition after collapsing on the ice on Saturday night. Craig uh, <laughs> the the family is uh, not commenting any further on the condition. Uh, the NHL is implementing a John Scott rule. Uh, which which is basically where um uh <laughs> which prevents captains uh from being named 
Shit. It's your writing, Rick. I know. It's I your know. writing, Rick. You Come on, man. Struggling with that, I wasn't you? even looking at you. I was just listening <laughs> to you. I was, I was looking ahead, and I just, oh, God. Uh, I, I could hear you thinking in your head, oh, God, this is being, being recorded. Named for the, ca- prevents captains from being named to the All-Star team if they are uh, traded or injured. What are these words I wrote? If they're injured or sent to the AHL. Oh my God. <laughs> San Jose Sharks signed Brett Burns to an eight year extension, uh, money not revealed. John Scott, Oh God. <laughs> the nickname to the Las Vegas expansion team should have been announced today. It said Tuesday, but, uh, it has not been announced to this point. There will be an expansion draft in June. Each team can protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie. But they also must expose four players, two forwards, a defenseman, and one goalie. Oh, oh God, John Scott. Damn, I was just sitting here like, oh, what the fuck did I write? He like, blanked out hard. Like, and then there's a John. And then he started panicking. Oh, God. <laughs> he said, oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. What did I write? That was good, Rick. That was good. What? <laughs> just dead air. Just I was like, dead. what is this? Oh, God. Damn. This is where it all falls apart. That was good. <laughs> this is where I start crying. That was good. Because he's, he's not used to doing it without the ticker. Yeah, he was, he that was my that rhythm. Was That's my rhythm. Oh, God. <laughs> Get that out of my head now, man. I got to stop saying that. <laughs> hey, Fredo. Yeah. We got some overreactions from week 10, man. Let's let's. Can you read them off for let's us? Let's get into so, football. All right, let's do some this. Some foosballs. Uh, there's no segue thing for this. No, no, not okay. for that. Overreaction. <coughs> that wasn't even worth doing. I know. All right. Raiders are the best team in the AFC. I'll let you tackle this one first, big fella. No, they're not the best team in the AFC. Uh, I would like to play, play my fan card and say that they are. But uh, the way, like we were talking about off air, they do have playmakers on that defense. But uh, they're never in the right place. Uh, they made Brock Osweiler look somewhat decent after he came off a 99-yard game the week before that. He wasn't. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a checkdown Charlie against the Raiders. The thing that's going to keep them in any game is that they are a young, fiery bunch, yeah. and uh, they are a quick-strike offense. I mean, Khalil Mack can keep them in defensively, mm-hmm. single-handedly. He can't win them the game, but he could make you know making plays. Getting sacks, forcing fumbles, yeah. interceptions, like he could keep them in it. But. Yeah. The thing that you have to think about, like, if they play the Patriots, the Patriots can score with them. Yeah. And the Patriots can probably score more than them because of the way that the Raider defense is playing yeah, at but this that Patriot, time. That Patriot defense. The Patriot is defense like, is not much better. I mean, because so, with all these. Oh, don't, yeah. Yeah. We, we all yeah. know <laughs> how <It's>, I feel. <laughs> I, they're not the best team, but they are number one right now. I would still give the edge to the Patriots just based mostly on experience. But uh, with that offense there, they, they can win any game. They can win any game with that offense. Chandler, Jones, so, would be, Chandler Jones and Jamie Collins would look really good on that defense right now. Yeah, definitely. So, no, not the, we, we're both saying they're not the best team in the AFC, yeah, but they are just like right there. They, could we say they're right there? They're I will right say there. they're right there, they're but right I'll still give the edge to the Patriots. Yeah, but, man, fucking, fucking Patriots. Yeah. All right, what's up? What we got next, Fredo? The most valuable player in the NFL is Dak Prescott. Uh, man, I'd, I'd like to give him all the credit for it. I would like to, but I can't, man. It's got to be Derek Carr at this point. 
Right now, it's Derek Carr. Before that, you could have said Tom Brady, but you know what? I'm going to start taking away from Tom Brady because he missed four games. Yes, it wasn't by his by his own doing, but he still missed four games in the season, man. Like it sucks that it happened to him. And the Patriots were what three and one? Three and one when it when when by the time that he got back, it wasn't like he was trying to. If he now now if they were zero and four and he had just reeled off wins after that and he dug him out of that hole and put him in first place, okay, Tom Brady's your MVP. But they were left in a good spot before he got back. He was all good. People were expecting good things out of the Raiders. They weren't expecting him to be this good. Nope. We knew what the Cowboys had uh, without Tony without Tony Romo even being involved. Um, but with Tony Romo, they were definitely a playoff team. They were a playoff team. Dak is, is performing beyond expectations. But, yeah, I'm still going to give the edge to Derek Carr just in this uh, spot. I would say it's not an overreaction. But Derek Carr is your MVP. But it's splitting hairs at this point because what Dak is doing without getting the turnovers, making the right plays, making the right reads, mm-hmm. putting his team in what are they, eight and one or nine and one, right? Nine and one right yeah, now. Yeah, nine and one. Nine and one right now. First place. I mean <clears throat> the only thing he's missing is the stats, but he's starting to get the stats. Second three hundred yard game, three touchdowns the last couple games. Really starting to light it up. Really starting to get a feel with Dez. Him and Dez have a really good chemistry right now. They just feel like they had a weak schedule, though, right? Like, have they felt like they had a weak schedule? Or am I the only one who's feeling this? I mean, I mean, he's had like the Browns I mean, and the Panthers. He's playing the NFL teams in front of him. Yeah, he's th- playing. I know. I know he can't control that. I know he can't control that. You know, he is playing. the The thing that the thing that's taken it away from him is that, like I said, he just doesn't have the stats. Once he starts piling the stats on, if he starts. Throwing for 300, 250, 300 yards, mm-hmm. couple touchdowns a game from here on out. Yeah. And his numbers get close to Derek Carr and he has the better record and he is the rookie. I think you got to give it to him. Yeah. It's, it, but he has been a game manager for so long. Like, when's the last time we saw an MVP award go to a game manager? It went to a safety. That was different. He had a out of this, like, a, a, another world well, type performance. I, he didn't, though. He had. Uh, seventy nine. I just actually ran. Yeah, like seventy something tackles, nine interceptions, nine, and, two touchdowns, and one touchdown. Okay, so one touchdown, so, and, nine and, picks, and actually Landon Collins. That's why I saw. Yeah, he's on. He's on on pace with. No, them he's had. Point. He's had the say. He has those same numbers. Mm-hmm. Only five interceptions, but same amount of tackles. Yeah. Everything else in ten games. Yeah, but that uh, Giants defense isn't a and juggernaut that, and, defense, and that's the thing is that he was doing it on on the best defense in the league. Yeah. But his individual performance wasn't actually doing anything that hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. He's just, defensive player of the year. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's an offensive driven league, and yeah. that's just the way that it is. And he has to be doing something. He is having a special year, but he does get burned a lot as well, too. Yeah. So but I mean, what, like, it's such I'm a hard saying, thing to draw. Yeah. When you look at Ed Reed from that year, <laughs> Fredo, but stop looking at Bucky Larson. <laughs> but I wasn't saying for Landon Collins. I was just making a point as to yeah. where, like things are go out of out of. <laughs> What's that noise? Was that you or him? Yeah, what, was what did I do? It was like you go on. It was weird. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. What's the next one, Fredo? <laughs> oh, I was doing my Chewbacca. <laughs> Kirk Cousins will sign a hundred plus million dollar contract. Uh, I don't think that's an overreaction at all, man. If he keeps playing at this level right now. He's going to get it. Yep. What he's doing with that team, 
uh, beginning of the year, we had some good things to say about Kirk Cousins heading into the season. He, and, was, uh, in, he was in my top ten. Yeah, he was right outside my top ten. I had him as a honorable mention. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I like him. He didn't He didn't uh, start off that way, so we felt kind of stupid. He, he, but I would he say, felt the pressure. Yeah, maybe. I would say these past, what, five, six weeks, we're starting to see the Kirk Cousins that we expected to see. They showed his stats for the first 35 games. He's better than Breeze, better than Rodgers, better than a bunch of guys, yeah. actually. Yeah, so uh, he's going to get paid. And uh, we'll, we'll see where that happens at. <laughs> You like that? You like that? How you like me now? Yeah, have you, have you heard one. that one, Fredo? Yeah. The how you like me now? It, it, it was too country for me. Yeah. What do you think, Rick? How you like me now? Oh, you don't want to answer that one? Oh, what? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Yeah, he's definitely going to. I mean, oh, God. Said, he's going to get the franchise. He's, uh, he, he's probably going to get the franchise tax, so he might not get the $100 million. So it could be – it's not an overreaction, but he could, he might not get it just because they might franchise him for one more year, make him play out another year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, at some point he's going to get franchise money. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What's the next one or the last one? Green Bay will not only miss the playoffs, but they will get a top 10 draft pick. Uh, I would I would say that's not an overreaction. Okay, not an overreaction is the part that they're going to miss the playoffs, but – if we're going to be specific on this and say top 10 pick, I don't think they're bad enough to be a top 10 pick. I think it's going to fall anywhere in the in the, in the lower uh, teams. I'm going to say not an overreaction on both because that defense has just been horrendous. The offense, he, he, does, he looks lost. They have no running game. They signed Michael, but, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just bad. They're going to they be already, behind. Didn't they already wave him? That, I didn't see that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Bishop Sankey. Yeah. Or no. maybe I am thinking of Christian, uh, Christian Michael, too. No, uh, didn't, didn't But, yeah, speaking of the running game, uh, they the only person on that team to run for a touchdown, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that speaks to it. I mean, they're going to – it's going to – it's bad. It's going to – it's only going to get worse. They've lost four in a row. They were four and two. They're four and six at this point. Um there's so many teams muddled at, at, with the same record. It's hard to say they're going to get that top 10 pick because they would have to basically lo- lose most of their games from here on out. But it doesn't, I don't put it past them. Yeah. Cause they're what? Five and five right now? I four believe. And, four and six. I just four said. Four and it. six. I okay. My bad. <laughs> well, no, cause uh, I was distracted. He, he started showing Hannah Davis. So I looked over real quick. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's just so hard to picture them being in the top 10 with that I team, know, man. But, so. But, but, the, but, but I, I, I told but what is good about the team, though? You say with that yeah. team. What is I really told, good about the team? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. And that's why and then, it's just so hard yeah, to, to, you to got, say it. You have Cobb. You have Devontae. Yeah. You have Jordan. Because they have weapons. But the, it's just not It's not clicking. The defense is, is... But I could, at the same time, I could step back and listen to what you're saying and be like, well, when he's not showing Hannah Davis on, on the screen. <laughs> but I could sit back and, and hear what you're saying and be like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. I yeah. agree with you. Like, I could see why. It's just hard you to believe. See. Yeah, it's just hard for me to say, yeah, they're, yeah. they're a, a, a top 10 pick in next year's draft. It. Yeah. Um, Fredo, let's move on. Amateur experts versus the moms. Amateur. Let's do this. Let's do it. Amateur experts versus the moms. All right, folks. Hey, good week. Good week. Good week. Am I right? Let me. Uh, it was a couple good games. Yeah, a couple good games. A couple good games. Let me run down the uh, standings real quick for you. In first place is Rick. He is ninety-five and fifty-seven. He went eight and five last week. Second place is Rick's mommy. 
She went eighty nine and six, or she is eighty nine and six and two. She went eight and five she last week. She eighty nine and sixty two last week. Oh shit! Was she pick college or what? Oh god, did I read that right? Oh god. In <laughs> in third place, after an impressive week of twelve and one, Fredo's mom made the huge jump. She is now eighty six and sixty five. Wow, Fredo! Whoa, what is in the water over there? I don't know, but I need to go over there and start drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> in fourth place is my mom. She had a terrible week again. Four and nine. She is now eighty four and sixty seven. She is heartbroken. She is sad about it. And I mean, I guess I feel kind of bad because like she's she seems genuinely sad when I tell her what her record is. But I'm like, I can't finish lower than you. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you continue this plummet. Um, in fifth place is Fredo. He went seven and six last week, and he is now eighty-two and sixty-nine. And I am in last place still, but I did go nine and four, and I am eighty-one and seventy. So I'm right there with Fredo. Nipping at the heels. Oh, breaking news: Calvin Johnson had his last dance on Dancing with the Stars. Brought praise from all the judges on his jive and his quick step fusion. Oh, he had what? a perfect forty on the dance and finished with hundred and fifteen points. Judge Len. Goodman called it chicken soup for the eyes. Whoa! Just thought whoa. you guys should know that. Calvin oh, Johnson. I thought that was uh, important. About to win his first championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids love it. Yeah. All right, let's get into picking some games here. You guys ready to do this? Now, All right. Talk, 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 some, some, some fantasy. No, we were. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we're picking some we're games, picking right? Games. Oh, you jumped the gun. Shit. He's thinking All about right. the Cowboys. I'm, I'm trying to first, like, not do it. So I know. He is, same, man. The first game that we have up for you is the 6 and 4 Minnesota Vikings at the 6 and 4 Detroit Lions. This game is on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. Fredo. What do you got? Um, uh, I got the Detroit Lions. Ooh, how about to mama? My mama, she got the Lions. Whoa, I like it, Rick. We both got the Lions. Oh, my mom has the Vikings, and I also have the Vikings. Oh, there's some ground to be gained, boys. All right, next up also. Yeah, that's that's true too. Also on Thursday, we have the 6-3 and 1 Washington Redskins at the 9 and 1 Dallas Cowboys. Who do you got, Mike? Who do you have, Fredo? <laughs> you know why you know why we go in this order, right? Because last year you were trying to pick up. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is so bullshit. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I got. Who do I, oh, I'm Ooh. taking the Redskins in this one. Wow. Ah, Mama, Mama's got the Cowboys. Alrighty. Both Cowboys. And we are both taking the Cowboys. No oh. oh. wolfing. She wolf. <laughs> Don't be sad. All right. Next up, we have the four, five, and one Arizona Cardinals at the six and four Atlanta Falcons. Go ahead, Fredo. I'm scrolling. I gotta look for it. What is it? Ah, we both got the Falcons. All right, Rick. Um, 
I've got Falcons. Mom's got Arizona. Uh-oh. You ready? Because we both have the Atlanta Falcons over oh. here. So, oh. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right. So, Rick's mom is lone wolfing it with the Arizona lone Cardinals. Wolfing. All right. Next up, we got the four and six San Diego Chargers at the six and four Houston Texans. Fredo, who you got? I got the Texans. All right. And Mama's got the Texans. All right, Rick. I've got Texans. Mom's got Chargers. Ooh, and my mom has the Texans, and I am taking the Chargers. Ooh, games to be had. Oh, games to. <laughs> Had. I'm excited about this. I'm either really excited about it or ask me in a couple days. I'm going to be really, really sad. sad about yeah. it. All right. And last, we have two seven and three teams. It's the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. Fredo, go. I got the Chiefs. Mama's got the Broncos. All righty. I've got Broncos. Mom's got Chiefs. Okay. And my mom has the Chiefs, and I have. The Broncos. So, Fredo, we have a couple little games right there that can make up some ground. To make some ground or break some ground. We'll see what happens because things are going to be very interesting. Is this going to be our own? Let's go Chiefs. Let's go Vikings. Because Fredo doesn't have to wait very long. Oh, what the fuck? This is our own separation Sunday. (laughs) You got the Vikings, right? Huh? You got the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fuck. I Go Vikings! Vikings. Oh, man. We might be seeing a little bit of Fredo Larson. No, oh, Bucky Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, hey Fredo. Now we can talk some fantasy. Talk, I don't talk. want him. <laughs> that, that. Talk, 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 talk. Some, some, some fantasy. Fantasy football, folks. Fantasy. It's still going strong. We're gearing up to. Get in that last playoff, playoff push right now. Two games left of the regular season. So, got to make it happen. Got to win out. Got to make it happen, folks. Week 12. Let's start you off with some do's and do's. Do or do. First up, guy we just talked about. Talk, talk, Is talk. he going to get that uh, $100 plus million dollar contract? I don't know. We'll talk, see. Talk, 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 talk. But uh, Kirk Cousins. How you feeling about Kirk I Cousins? I think we, everybody knows how we feel. He's ready to, he's ready to bust. Yeah. We probably should have done a better job of, of, of uh, planning this out because we just got done praising him. And uh, yeah. Oh, so just to avoid any suspense, what do we really think about Kirk Cousins? Like, I didn't even think about that. No. Not even after I read his name, I was just like, hmm, I wonder what Rick has to say about him. <laughs> even though I already heard you talk about him. So yeah, we're still, we're, we're both uh, feeling pretty good about Kirk Cousins. We feel like he should be in your lineup. Uh, he's a QB1 at this point. Yep. QB1. Which actually kind of sucks because I didn't really want to say that because, uh, in one of our leagues that we're in together, you have Kirk Cousins, and yeah. I was going to offer you a second round pick for him, but I don't think you'll do it for it. Well, I mean, I've had Fig offer me Thomas Rawls, but I never, I wasn't going to do that either. Mm. So, shut up. All right, let's move on then. Uh, Rob Kelly, what are you feeling about Rob Kelly? I like Rob Kelly, big fat Rob. Uh, I mean, they're they're that he was that missing piece of that offense. They have they have the arsenal, they have the weapons in the air. 
They needed that ground. Um, you know, he's not the the, big, you know, the flashiest, the fastest, the this, the that, but he's getting the job done for that offense of what they need. And guess what? He's not fumbling. So mm-hmm. uh, he's going to get the carries. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get touchdowns because they're going to have opportunities. So uh, get him in your lineup. Yeah, man. I'm I'm right there with you with that. Because in that offense, they have the weapons outside where you can't stack the box. Kirk Cousins is looking good. That defense is, I mean, that defense, that offensive line are is nothing but a bunch of beasts and hogs that just push people around. And uh, he's kind of like me, man. He sees that hole and he just hits it hard. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. All right, next up, James Starks. Dude. I am, yeah, I'm, he's, uh, I say that, but you know what? He's going to get the opportunity. He's going to get the points. It's not going to be flashy. PPR, grab him, but, man, that offense, that running game is just, it's just done. Yeah, I feel you, man. I, I can't go that low, so I'm, I'm just kind of like baseline with the do on him because, like you said, he's going to get the opportunities. It's going to be there. But for me, he's very touchdown dependent. Yeah. And if he doesn't score that touchdown, um, damn it, Fredo. <laughs> if he doesn't score that touchdown, it's uh, it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good for him at all because uh, nobody's been able to get it going with that running game. Nope. Uh, last up for you, Jarvis Landry. Dude, I'm more of that baseline. He's getting you 10, 11 points. He's not doing what you thought he was going to do because he's the PPR monster. Um, the reason being, though, like they figured it out on offense because at the beginning of the year, he was that guy. He was getting 10, 7 to 10 receptions, 50 to, to 90 yards. You know, he, he was giving you the 15, 16, 18-point games that you wanted out of him. Uh, the last few weeks since the Dolphins have figured it out, Tannehill spreading the ball around. Parker's, you know, he's getting a couple catches here. Stills is getting catches here. Ajayi's running all over the place. So uh, it's not necessarily anything that he's doing bad or that, you know, uh, he's underperforming or, it, or the offense isn't necessarily going through him. It's just that the offense is doing better, so there's no need for him to be that that playmaker. He's the offense is just doing good. The Dolphins are winning. They've won, what, four straight? So five straight? Yeah, I'm on a baseline. I'm still on the baseline with him with the two. And that's only because if you look at it, he's he's still on pace for what he did last year. And he's just doing it quietly, you know. Like, But the thing is, is that he's having like a good game and then a terrible game. So, yeah, yeah his stats in the end are looking like they are last year. He's just not been very consistent. And like you said, they've kind of figured it out. They've figured out, hey, let's run the football and only let Ryan Tannehill throw when he has to throw the football when we absolutely need him to. For me, I was expecting more out of it because I didn't expect him to figure it out. And I thought that by this time, every game that they were involved in, they'd just be playing catch-up and uh, getting a lot of junk. He's still good for your PPR leagues, but in standard leagues, not really a big fan of him because I do own him in a standard league and uh, he's just not doing anything for me there. Three to five points. Yeah, if that. If the, he gave me like two last week. Yeah. So, I yeah. Got, I got another one for you. Todd Gurley. <sighs> See, I'm not going to be that way. I'm just going to baseline him too. Because who knows they're not with Goff in that offense. Maybe they're not going to stack the ball, the box as much. Cause maybe, oh, they're stacking the box, man. Did you not watch that game I on know, Sunday? I know, but let him get a couple games under his belt. I'm not, blam- I'm not even blaming Jared Goff. I'm blaming uh, Jeff Fisher. And company for what happened there because they refused to let him 
let let it go, man. Yeah. They they would not let him throw anything past five yards. And even on the what was it, a third and inches? Yeah. Or the fourth and inches punt it instead yeah. of going for it. When they, yeah, dude. And that's how the Dolphins won because they got the ball, drove it down the yeah. field. Yeah, I'm blaming it on them. We're not going to know for sure what's going on until they actually say, hey, you know what, You're, we're going to let you push the ball a little bit. Yeah. But uh, for, for right now, I am not high on Todd Gurley at all. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna keep a league with them, yeah, I'm gonna you know hold on to them. I'm gonna feel pretty good about them, hoping that things improve. Because you could, there's only one where one place to go from where we are right now, yeah. and that's up with him. So, but right now, Fredo, no, not really. Okay. Mm. All right. We have some. Uh... No, we don't have any teams on by. Oh, not bad, bad, bad. Oh God, I froze. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes, there. We're done with buys. Bye weeks are so over. Full, we don't have to worry about to that anymore. Um, but if you're still looking for some people to pick up, we got some for you. And if you're looking for people to drop, we got a couple of those too. First off, Jay Cutler. Uh, you, you probably only had him on your team for a buy last week. And if you did, go ahead and let him go. You don't need him anymore, even if he does play. But it's looking like he is potentially out for the year anyways. Torn labor. Uh, Christian Michael, uh, he wasn't cut. You don't really need him at this point. Gio Bernard, who tore his ACL, he will be out for the year. And Matt Jones, who hasn't been active for the past three games. At wide receiver, if he is out for the year, go ahead and cut A.J. Green. I know it hurts to say that as an A.J. Green owner in one of my leagues. But uh, you're just going to have to cut your ties because he's probably out for the rest of the year. Ty Montgomery, hey, you had those two good weeks, buddy. Mm-hmm. You had two good weeks, and uh, people really thank you for it. And Kobe Fleener, my fantasy bust of the year. Mm. So if you're looking for people to pick up, because there are some names out there now that are pretty dang interesting, if I can say so Mm. myself. Anybody who has Andrew Luck and he might not play this week might want to consider Colin Kaepernick. Uh, In his five games as a starter, Kaepernick has averaged 18.6 fantasy points per game. That is in standard leagues, so even more in PPR leagues. PPR. And uh, the offense isn't particularly good, but Kaepernick offers enough value as a dual threat to where you can have him out there and he's, he'll, he'll perform for you. Performing. Uh, Wendell Smallwood, as of right now, and I haven't heard anything, but it's unclear whether or not Ryan Matthews or Darren Sproles will wi- miss Week 12 after they both left uh, Week 11 with an injury. But uh, if one of them or both of them should miss, he's the guy that you're going to want to pick up. He had 17 touches in Week 11. It looks like they'll be going to him. Deion Lewis, he only had 22 snaps uh, this past week, but he showed a little bit of why people were uh, falling in love with him in 2015. He had five rushes for 23 yards and three catches for 26 yards, and he only played two fewer snaps than James White. So that was that's pretty big for his first game back. Yeah, Deion Lewis <clears throat> is going to be the back in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, Mike Gillisley, the Bills announced on Sunday that LaShawn McCoy is, is going to – or he already did go over uh, – under a procedure for his thumb, which he dislocated. But they're saying that he might play in Week 12. But uh, it's, it'd still be a good idea, especially if you're a, an owner of his, to pick up Gillis Lee just in case McCoy doesn't go. Uh, Rex Burkhead, Gio, Giovanni Bernard is out for the year. So Burkhead's going to step up behind Jeremy Hill. Uh, he's a nice add, especially in PPR leagues, because he's actually pretty good out of the backfield catching the football. Tyler Boyd, uh, A.J. Green, Looking like he's probably going to miss the rest of the year. And Boyd uh, led all Bengals wideouts last week with nine targets. Uh, he's not a must-start yet, but uh, he's the best, probably the best wide receiver they have on their roster. And we'll probably be getting 
quite a few looks. Uh, same goes for Brandon LaFell. I don't really have a specific reason for him other than A.J. Green is out. And that's all I put down. Hmm. Uh, Devontae Parker, he has 13 catches on 18 targets over the past two weeks, including a touchdown and 103-yard performance. He should be added in any size league, even though he is not a sure fire starter yet until he proves that this is going to be an every week thing. Cam Meredith, no Alshon, no Zach Miller. They got to throw it to somebody. Marquise Lee, uh, at this point, if I had to choose somebody not named Allen Robinson, I would choose Marquise Lee on that team because him and Blake Bortles seem to have a nice little thing going. Uh, he has at least four catches in three straight games and uh, eight out of the last ten games. Malcolm Mitchell, uh, with Chris Hogan out, he had four catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. If, if uh, Hogan misses week 12, he'll be a nice consideration as a little flyer <clears throat> in deep leagues. Tajay Sharp, uh, he's found the end zone in two straight games. And in deeper leagues, he could be a nice little nice little add, especially in PPR if you have a flex spot. Uh, Jared Cook, he's always been kind of that if-only type guy. And uh, he came back, he's healthy finally again, and he exploded on Sunday. Six catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Costly with him, fumble. Yeah, but with him and Aaron Rodgers, could be a nice little thing to close out the year, especially since they are always playing catch-up. And finally, Vance McDonald, he has at least 50 receiving yards or touchdowns in three straight games. Literally since the day after you dropped him. Yes, literally. Literally. Since after I finally decided to catch him. It's just been that type of year. It's just been that type of year. Literally. What can you say and what can you do? What about uh, Sammy Watkins? He is on his way back, but we don't know for sure if they're going to let him come back and play by the time uh, playoffs roll around. So he's more of a speculative speculative ad if you want to go that route and hold on to him if you have that type of flexibility in your roster. But uh, you know, it, you can go. You can go out and probably get yourself a Rashard Matthews or something, something like that. Somebody who can contribute right now. Yeah. I just saw Mir Abdullah could be uh, activated within the next three weeks. Oh. His check, his checkup went well, and that it's realistic that he could be on the team for for a playoff push. Oh man! So you- <laughs> Yay! For me, hell yeah, having in two leagues. <laughs> oh god. Oh, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, keep a lookout for this week's GTP FanDuel contest. Be sure to go to YouTube. Search Garbage Time Points. Is that what it is? Garbage Time Points on YouTube? Yeah. Search Garbage Time Points. And uh, watch our video, man, our, our, our one-year best of video. I'm, I promise you, you'll enjoy it. Uh, subscribe to our webpage. <laughs> to to our website I mean uh, gtppodcast.com on the go internet. on there buy yourself a t-shirt uh, you know support the team <laughs> and uh, the team. yeah that's gonna do it for us this week so for Fredo for Rick I'm Mike thanks for listening tune in next week and we'll try and do better thank you adios oh god <laughs>